podcast, what's up? Super fired up. Uh, gonna be in Texas, El Paso. When am I gonna be in El Paso? February 5th, I will be in Texas, El Paso, El Paso, Texas. Uh, if, so if you're in the area or have friends, and then I will be in Dubai on March 11th, I believe, that is correct. Uh, and to find out the rest of the places I'm gonna be that are locked in, go to garyvee.com slash events, and now sit back and listen to the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What up, podcast? This episode is from an interview that Gary did with CNN last November. He explains what it means to be a contemporary communicator and why he thinks differently about modern day marketing. So make sure to hit him up and leave a review and I hope you enjoy. You can punch me in the face 8,000 times. I'm here to get punched. He's a best-selling author, motivational speaker, and marketing guru. Hustle would be putting all your effort into achieving the goal at hand. And for me, that means making every minute count. Gary Vaynerchuk, simply Gary V to his legions of followers on social media, is a consummate communicator, dishing out advice on everything from best business practices to how to live a happy life with a heavy dose of F-bombs. If she knows, what's your problem? I recently caught up with the lively New Yorker in Dubai to get to know the man behind the brand and to find out how he keeps one step ahead of the competition. What does being a contemporary communicator mean? It means that you are blindly religious around this. It means that you understand where people are paying attention, whether that's Twitch or TikTok or, believe it or not, organic reach on LinkedIn. or pre-roll on OTT. It's understanding that modern television commercials and modern print ads and modern radio ads are overpriced outside of the Super Bowl. Uh, and it means that you know the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Instagrams and the YouTubes and the pre-roll Spotify's are grossly underpriced. And then are you capable of creating the creative, the videos, the pictures, the written words that are contextual to those platforms not taking commercial and putting it on YouTube mm-hmm. to make the agenda successful. You are a pain in the to the industry who ought to know all of this. Nothing you are telling me actually is brand new. This has been around for some time. So what makes you uh, different from the rest of the industry? I'm all about where is the media underpriced? Where is it overpriced? I obviously want to buy underpriced. So for me, social media, not all of them, the current state of certain media products within certain media platforms is so wildly underpriced. Facebook, Instagram stories, right? LinkedIn, uh, pre-roll YouTube when you tie it into the Google search. So I'm all about underpriced attention. Quite a bit of that is happening on social media today in 10 years, it might be on voice or something else. Mm. I'm completely unemotional of the platform. I'm completely emotional about consumers' attention. Podcast, what's good? I uh, wanna make sure you're signed up for the weekly newsletter. We revamped it uh, a couple weeks ago and the response has been overwhelming. Um, in the history of the newsletter, maybe seven or eight years, 
think we've had two or three significant changes, but there's been nothing like this. The recap nature, uh, the fact that it only comes out once a week, we, we visually loaded it up in a UI UX that makes it easily to consume while having a ton of information. There may be no better way to keep up with opportunities uh, and information that you're probably looking for than signing up for the newsletter. Go to GaryVaynerchuk.com. Uh, my website, GaryVaynerchuk.com, and sign up for the email newsletter. It's at the top or the side, or you'll find it. It's it's there. Uh, sign up for the uh, Weekly V uh, newsletter, and uh, and I hope you enjoy it. And now to the podcast. So you said, I think 30-second spots on TV are bad. I think five-second pictures, eight-second videos on TikTok are good. And I think three-minute, 19-second little docu-series on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram are good because they're being deployed against places where people are actually watching it. I love that sentence. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It sounded exactly right. I mean, the reality is, is like, I, it, it's so funny. I have no interest in holding up the past. I, I ask people, why is it that writing with a pen on a piece of paper a message and then sending it in the mail is heralded as this noble act, but a text is demonized as not warm or great communication. The reality is it's the message, not the medium. And so for me, I'm just super focused on if a client gives me $10 million to make something happen, I want that to be successful. And that requires being a day trader of where communication is, not a mutual fund buyer based on past performance. You have first mover advantage, still just. The business is built on the on the fact that you had first mover advantage. Gary, how do you stay relevant? As you scale your own business, how do you avoid becoming that traditional media agency? The, the, there's several ways. One, I will never take my company public. Mm. Um, that's how I avoid it. Two, this is all I've ever done. You know, in 1996, I launched one of the first three e-commerce wine businesses in America. And by 1997, I had one of the most meaningful email newsletters. I bought Google Ads the day it came out. I started the first long-form YouTube show, or one of the five first long-form YouTube shows in 2006. I invested in Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Uber before they became what they were. This is all I know. I'm blindly consumer-centric. And as long as you're blindly consumer-centric... What do you mean by that? All I do is pay attention to what people are doing. Nothing else, nothing else. I do nothing else. And as long as you do that and behave towards that, well then what everybody else does, which is actually try to figure out how to work in the B2B world, how to make margin in the short term, are always vulnerable to that. That is probably the thing that I'm most confident about, which is that this has been written and I will continue to rinse and repeat this model at 55, at 66, at 77, at 88. And uh, I mean, I'm, and here's the good part. And if I don't, because I got stale or tired or complacent, I deserve to lose. You say you are completely platform agnostic. I am. You have talked about uh, those in the business of marketing strategies being a full day behind the curve. Yes. To remain relevant, you need to be, you know, on the day, as it were, yes. on the money. What's happening tomorrow, Gary? I don't know. See, that's the beauty of being completely and utterly day trading focused. I don't know. Look, I clearly see trends that make me believe that voice, you know, Google Home, Alexa, is going to be incredibly powerful as a front-facing framework. Alexa. 
send me pizza. That's powerful. Google, tell me about the election. Think about how powerful what comes out of the Google voice is at that moment. So I do see voice as an interface brewing, but I have no passion. You know, at my, at, when I get most heralded, people talk about me being a futurist or a Nostradamus. I laugh, I'm like, I'm none of those things. What I'm very good at is when TikTok is happening right now, I'm very loud about it and I see it and more importantly I make on it and I test it and I see the business results. Does it bother you that the medium, the media, the new media are platforms that are, some will say, creating huge anxiety for their users? Does that worry? Are you in the business of anxiety inducing content on platforms that are bad no. for the youngsters out there? No, I all of us? No, I don't believe that at all. I actually completely take a different take. Uh, first of all, people have always been consistent. People have always had anxiety. People are insecure. People are trying to keep up with the Joneses. People have parents that create entitlement which leads to insecurity. If you look at a picture of somebody in beautiful Dubai and you have FOMO because you don't, there is far more important things going on there than you following things on Instagram. Magazines were creating anxiety because all the models in it were tall and skinny for all the girls that went through Vogue in 1992. Television creates anxiety with its actors and movie stars. Everything has the potential of creating anxiety. So let's talk about how you're being judged at the moment. There are those who say he is wrong, 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 wrong about media. Adding, and I quote, we get the gurus we deserve and you could not invent a more suitable spokesperson for social media. A big guy in the traditional media landscape said that about you. Yeah, that, that is, that's, that's probably the most exciting statement that I could get from somebody who's an executive in the ad world, that comes from a gentleman who's never actually run a business. You know, I did marketing to put food on my family's table because we were immigrants from the Soviet Union and when I joined my family business, that's how we lived. That gentleman went to business school and has been an executive his entire life at a holding company and has never had to earn a dollar that actually means something in merit. He's only sold reports and PDFs to other corporations. I'm tough on the field because I'm winning. I'm winning. VaynerMedia is the fastest growing independent agency in the history of the industry. I'm winning, that's why they're upset. You are a die-hard Jets fan. Yes. They are not winning. They are not. present. <laughs> what are they you gonna do about that. that? First of all, I love the way you segue. <laughs> what am I gonna do about that? I am, <laughs> since the time I was, since the time I was seven, I loved it. By the time I was in fourth, maybe when, by the time I was 10 or 11, I have been saying to anybody that was willing to listen to me that I was gonna buy the New York Jets. Um, so what am I gonna do about it? I'm going to uh, amass the wealth and the opportunities to enable me to buy the Jets when they're up for sale and then I'm gonna go win Super Bowls. I love your style, Gary V. There is a green knitted jersey yeah. that as I understand it will sit proudly above the name of the Jets at the stadium. Why, tell me about that jersey. I appreciate you bringing this up. Uh, I, have, I literally don't like stuff, right? Uh, I don't wanna buy anything other than a team. Uh, I don't like stuff, uh, but there is one item that rules my soul. When I was uh, seven, uh, I fell in love with the Jets. All the kids in the neighborhood had jerseys. I ran into the house, 
mom, I need a jersey. My mom laughed at me because that's not what immigrants do. We don't spend $25 on a football jersey. I would cry, I was sad. I continued to go outside for the next week, not wearing a jersey while everybody else did. You know, this is the 80s kids, we went outside every day. Uh, and, uh, and, and then finally, like 10 or 11 days later, my mom at night had knitted me a Jets jersey with my name Gary on the back and my favorite number five. And, uh, and it is the single most important item to me. It represents absolutely everything about my journey um, and about my parents and how much I appreciate them for, you know, it's so crazy with all the great things that are happening to me professionally, personally. I've heard your story before to a certain extent. Yes. You know, the, the pride yes. that you clearly have in being an American. Yes. How does it feel to live in this era in America? Does it worry, are you proud of the country? Am I proud of the country? I'm proud of the country. I'm not proud of all the behaviors. I'm proud of my mother. Do I agree with everything she does? Absolutely not. Um, but look, I think, I th whatever your politics are, I believe that anything that looks like nationalism or us against them is always massively detrimental. It eliminates so much of the good that happens in the human spirit. And so uh, I, I very much dislike the tone of demonizing uh, anything from the outside. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness, uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So Dean, take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thanks, Gary. Today's reviews, not just business, but life itself, and Can I Become the Female Version of Gary V, written in by KGZ5790 and Brit Say. One thing I love about Gary V's podcast is that he talks about the things that not only help you in business, but in life altogether. Thank you so much, Gary, for the content you provide. It's super motivating, and I'm applying what I'm learning from you. Much love to you and your team. And secondly, how is it possible that I feel so connected to someone I've never met? Listening to this podcast has made me feel like I know you, Gary. Thanks for prioritizing self-awareness, gratitude, empathy, and happiness. I thought those things would kill you in business. You've inspired me to pursue my dreams, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you both so much for writing in, and remember, keep leaving reviews, because yours could be next.